This is the Future Forward Aarhus podcast, where we're exploring tomorrow, today, on the radio. Catch us live Wednesdays at 6 p.m. on Student Aarhus Radio. Thank you so much for being on Future Forward Aarhus, Bianca. Glad to be here. So this winter, you hit a bit of a rough patch. What were you feeling and what did you decide to do to deal with these difficulties? Yeah, it is true indeed. A couple of things happened in my life that were upsetting. I realized that I had no control over many things in my life and I felt overwhelmed and just not okay. And so I talked to a, a friend of a friend who I knew had a lot of ideas about self-improvement and who is um, starting a project himself and he suggested that I try two apps one is called Happyfy their claim is that they can give you tasks and activities to make you happier and the other one is called The Fabulous and they try to instill in you good habits so that you will feel more productive and fulfilled and ultimately happier. And so had you ever thought about turning to your smartphone for self-help before? Look, I had heard about, you know, meditation apps or uh, mindfulness apps or routine trackers, all that kind of stuff. But no, I hadn't thought about it. Uh, honestly, I went into it with a little bit of skepticism and I thought it was certainly an interesting take on it. Uh, and I was ready to try literally anything. <laughs> so that's my mindset from the get-go. I was open to it. But yeah, I had a little bit of skepticism as well. Tell us a little bit more about how each of these apps work. All right. So probably the easiest one to explain is, again, uh, is the fabulous. They uh, give you challenges, let's say. They have a morning routine, an afternoon routine, and an evening routine. So the way it starts is the first challenge is uh, you have to drink a glass of water first thing in the morning when you wake up. And the whole point is that uh, you're going to feel more energized and um, start your day in a better way. Afterwards, you know, you build your uh, habits, basically. You give you another challenge and then continue the previous ones. And that's how it goes, basically. The other one is a little bit more diversified in a sense. They ask you to assess your happiness level at the beginning. And then they do bi-weekly check-ins to see if it got better or worse. And it is a self-reporting-based assessment. Afterwards, they suggest um, tracks for you. One is about uh, anxiety. The other one is about stress. You know, you have different journeys or something. And they have activities associated to each one. So the first activity, no matter what you pick, is um, a, another questionnaire, self-reporting, trying to a personality questionnaire that determines your your strengths. The activities are sometimes what I uh, thought a little bit silly because <laughs> they have like games where you have to destroy negative thoughts or like pick out uh, positive thoughts from floating hair balloons <laughs> and other activities which I thought were a little bit more interesting and engaging, such as maybe identifying a problem that gives you anxiety. And they tell you, for example, write down how you would use one of your strengths to tackle it. And so that level of removement from, from the issue at end and the fact that they force you to kind of confront your anxiety that way, I thought that was fairly effective. 
Right. So it sounds like um, in the few weeks you've been using these, you've seen some things that seem to work and some things mm-hmm. that don't. So what has your experience been like so far? Do you feel like you're making some meaningful change using these apps? In a sense, yes. Uh, with the Fabulous, I, I, I'm probably going to continue using it because one of the downsides that I've, that I've seen with it is that sometimes the um, habits that they're trying to build are not necessarily compatible with my life so for example um they ask you to exercise after you drink the glass of water they ask you to exercise a little bit in the morning except uh we live in ours i have to bike like 20 to 30 minutes yeah that's Uh, the exercise yes i have already to do that just to get to school so like i'm not gonna exercise before i exercise like it's not happening you know Happify, however, um, it succeeded in doing one thing. It, su- it succeeded in uh, helping me put some distance between me and my feelings a little bit. And uh, it helped me like self-analyze also that part of myself. I am an overthinker. Like it's not, <laughs> it's already happening. But like um, when it came to specific, uh, especially negative feelings, I think that it did help me to think about it in terms of, okay, it's not just something that you have to necessarily be overwhelmed with. You can also like take a step back and and describe it to yourself or, you know, that kind of stuff. I mean, I've like done therapy before, you know, when I've been in these kind of um, more difficult points and I feel like that's a little harder to do here in a new country, you know, mm-hmm. when you move to a new place and you're not here for that long. But what is sort of nice about something like therapy versus an app is that a therapist can get to know what works for you and what doesn't work for you. In an app, it's a lot more on the user to know, okay, this works for me, this doesn't work for me. I've spoken with the developers of The Fabulous. I've also spoken with, well, my friend and um, a positive psychology uh, professor. And uh, what I thought was interesting is that uh, he told me, you know, like, I mean, it's not like I suggest that you should replace technology with actual therapy or real life experiences but if it works you know like i'm i'm glad you know (laughs) and i thought that was that was quite cool that it was like okay um, you know whatever works right exactly making it more about kind of the yeah the actual user themselves Mm -hmm. so i want to bring it back for a second to the fact that this is happening on your phone because for me my phone can often actually make me feel more anxious and more stressed. Um, You know, you scroll through social media, Instagram, all of that stuff. And whether it's unfairly comparing yourself or sort of using it as a distraction when you don't want to think about something that's harder, to me, it just feels like the smartphone. It's more a venue for unhealthy mental habits than Mm -hmm. helpful mental habits. So what was it like having those wellness apps right next to perhaps more distracting apps? Uh, so that was the question I asked both the developer from the the fabulous and the psychology professor. So the argument of uh, the person behind the fabulous was that actually the app tries to uh, get you off of the phone ultimately. So they give you a reminder and all that kind of stuff, but the activities that you have to do are in IRL. Let's put it like that in real life. And when it comes to the professor, I did express concern about the fact that you know phones are both a force of good and a force of bad part of the various like the series of unfortunate events that happened uh, lately was the fact that I uh, my phone got stolen and I have lived off of uh, friends phones for a while and I had no phone also for a couple of weeks I was more productive in a sense but I also was kind of miserable <laughs> like I am I am a smartphone addict 
it's a thing, you know, I follow my news on there. I love being in contact with other people. I love having my maps. At the same time, like, I do think that uh, it is something that certainly people in our generations will have to come to terms with. Well, we will have to stay in touch with you as you continue on your journey. Thank you so much for being here and sharing your story, Bianca. Thank you for having me. This is the Future Forward Aarhus podcast, where we're exploring tomorrow, today, on the radio. Catch us live Wednesdays at 6 p.m. on Student Aarhus Radio. Radio.